0: this is the better wealth podcast with Caleb Williams hey everyone I am in Colorado right now and I have mountains all around all around me and, and whenever I'm sitting down with someone nearing retirement we always have the conversation around what's what's the goal of climbing a mountain and if you've heard this analogy before you know that most people will say to get to the top because that's just how we're wired and and that's how most people are approaching their whole retirement plan uh, is to just save up money. But it really is to get down safely, because if you can't get down safely, you're going to die. And as a result, uh, it's not going to be a very successful journey. And most people at retirement, their number one fear is running out of money. Now, the tool that I'm going to be referencing is uh, Vanguard Uh, has a nest egg calculator. So if you type in retirement nest egg calculator by Vanguard, it's going to be what I'm referencing. And so definitely check it out. It's an incredible resource. And it's just going to improve exactly what I break down. So we're going to cover the two big risks in retirement and why most people are not ready to retire well, and it's and it's pretty scary. Uh, risk number one is taxation. Taxation is uh, a huge unknown. A a you know a documentary called The Power of Zero is is a powerful long documentary breaking down why taxes almost have to go up. And so a lot of people have their money locked up in accounts that it's kind of scary because taxes could double and they just they just lost that kind of money to the government and maybe not a market crash, but it's still vulnerable to government taxation. But what we're going to be referencing today is not even taxes, it's, it's losses. See, there's something called dollar cost averaging. When you're saving your money or investing your money in a mutual fund, Roth IRA, 401k, and when the market crashes, all the experts out there are like, continue to invest your money. And mathematically, it makes sense because if you invest your money when when the stock is lower, you're buying it at a discount. And when it goes up, it, the dollar cost average is better for you over a long period of time, okay? Math is math, it works. If you are going to stick to a... In a a mutual fund strategy or a Roth strategy using the market, which you guys all know that that's not necessarily my 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 approach or my recommendation. Um, If the market crashes, that's the best way time to buy. Like the only time that I'm going to buy stocks is when the market crashes. By the way, like if we have another 2008 that happens, and I know like Facebook or whatever goes for pennies on the dollar and I know that they're not going anywhere and I couldn't do anything else in my business or do other opportunities like real estate, I have nothing against the market. I'll invest and in, in get those because when that goes up, I'm going to see the profit. So dollar cost averaging is this example or this theory that that's mathematical that when the market drops, you can, you can put buy more shares or just continue to be consistent and over time the dollar cost average is gonna be you know working well for you. So that theory works until you hit retirement. Because there's something called reverse dollar cost averaging that actually works exponentially against you at retirement. And then it's essentially this when you're when you're pulling money out and you lose money like in a market crash and when you take that money out, you are you are selling at a loss. And as a result, you're locking in those losses. And, and if you follow my work at all, you know that every time you lose a dollar, you don't just lose that dollar. You lose what that dollar could have earned you the rest of your life. Losing money is in an, a very, very bad thing in retirement. That's why in 2008, a lot of people had to go back to their work. A lot of people lost their whole dream of retirement because of one year, because their whole life savings got demolished. And as a result, their potential to take out income and cash flow is also significantly reduced. And so I'm referencing again the retirement nest egg calculator and this is from Vanguard, super credible source on what to expect as it relates to, you know, a safe withdrawal rate. So what we're doing here is I'm going to put a million dollars in. I'm going to say how many years should that your savings last? I'm going to say 30 years. And I'm going to put uh, a four and a half percent savings withdrawal rate. Okay, this is pretty much saying, if I had a million dollars, I'm going to take out forty five thousand dollars, and we'll see how much how how long that lasts. I mean, theoretically, if the market quote unquote averages eight percent, I should have more money after thirty years, right? Well, if I run the, run the simulations and um, or simulations, I uh, it, and it's over a hundred thousand um, examples that they run. I have an eighty-three percent chance uh, that I'm going to have some money at over thirty years. So, in other words, I have a seventeen percent chance that I'm going to run out of money at some some point during that time. As my good friend Brian Bloom would say, if you got onto a plane and the the air uh, the the, the flight the pilot was like, okay, there's a ninety-nine percent chance that we're going to land and everyone's going to be fine, are you getting on that plane? The answer is absolutely not. Now, I don't really like this idea of retirement altogether, but the point is taking your money from a portfolio is designed like a lot of people are doing it. It's just it's just really really tough. I mean, there's a great chance that you're going to run out of money and having an 83% chance of success is not necessarily what what you want. And by the way, this is this is 50% socks. or 30% bonds, 20% cash, what I'll do is we'll just go 50% stocks, 50% bonds. A lot of times people are telling you to be more conservative. And when you do bonds and switch from cash, you have an 85% chance of having some kind of money over 30 years. Okay. So the point is, then you can go back and we can say, okay, we're going to go to 4%. So now we're only going to get $40,000 and we're going to run the example. And now we're 92%. So 8% of the time, we're going to run out of money. And oh by the way, we don't know when we're gonna run out of money. So the probability of our savings lasting thirty uh thirty years is ninety-two percent. If we wanted to get this to ninety-nine percent, we want to get this to ninety-nine percent, we would have to have a safe withdrawal rate of two point, let's see, if we run two point nine. Two point nine is a ninety-nine percent success rate. How's that for a retirement plan? How's that for the American dream? You are a millionaire, and yet. You take out less than thirty thousand dollars. By the way, that's pre-tax. Now it might be in a, it might be in a Roth. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I just, I'm not convinced many people are going to have a million dollars in a Roth IRA. But let's say it is. Okay, you get twenty-nine thousand, which I, it's not a lot of money now. It's not, that's not going to be anything in, whenever you retire. But what if you had to pay tax on that? And what if what I think to be true about taxes is true, and a portion of that $29,000 in the future, actually you don't even get to keep, it goes to the government. The point I'm trying to make here is the safe withdrawal rate because of sequence risk, because of losses, the whole portfolio method is a very inefficient way to to, uh, retire uh, for quote unquote distributions of our money. All I'm asking you is to really get clear on what the end goal is. Now there's there's annuity strategies, there's life insurance strategies, and I'm and I talk in our blueprint, and we help people um, take three type of strategies as it relates to their retirement, and like help them significantly, whether it's helping them tra- take assets, putting it into life insurance, and overfunding it in such a way where they get more cash flow, whether it's helping them create the pension maximization strategy, whether it's creating a volatility buffer, we have some kind of strategies that can. That can show up powerfully in retirement. Make sure you're working with someone that knows what they're talking about and knows like what the end goal is. Because so many people are just saving their money and they're toting, oh, like it's okay if losses happen and we can just dollar cost average it. What's what's your end game? And and please share this. I mean, if you know someone nearing retirement and they're not aware of this, I, I for sure want to just um, make a clip that's that's uh, that shares uh, what to be looking for. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. Make sure you press subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or your favorite podcast player.